This is As of Late Podcast. It's your boy Titus, and we got Moon Life in the building. Yeah. How are you doing, brother? Man, I'm doing great, man. Thank I'm you. Doing, I'm doing for amazing. Coming. How about you? I'm doing well. <laughs> Thank you for coming, man. Thank you. Glad for you're doing me, amazing. Yeah. How's the how's the week been, man? How's how's everything been coming up to this? The week has been has been cool, man. You know, you have some challenges, but mm. you know, that's a part of life. So the ups and downs of the life. The ups and downs, man. Just try not to be hysterical about it. Mm. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. How do you how do you balance all of that? You know, being a creator, you like yourself because like you outside, like you, you 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 recording, you putting stuff out. You're you're hands on with your with with the audience that right. you don't even you're you're like a music evangelist out here. Yeah, like, you, know, you know what I'm saying. Like, have you heard the good book of Moonlight? Have you heard like, it? Like, have you heard it? Like, that's that's raw. Like, cats ain't doing that no more. Yeah. You know, they cater to social media where they don't got to get out here. But me and KB said all the time, just for like promotion and networking, that's that's a lost art, but it's still an art. It you is. Know, like, that's something that you still need to do. And so it is, man. I, I'm. A, it's funny that you say that, um, because. Uh, a real big thing for me actually doing that and um, going out and being hands-on mm. is because um, the social media thing, mm. um, even people that look at my social media, um, they assume like, oh, um, he got somebody working with him or mm -hmm. he got a manager. I don't. That's I, crazy. I did. I, I thought that. I don't have anybody. I just, I go out, speak to people. I talk to people. Anytime I get to meet somebody, I meet them. Um, and the funny part is the majority of the people that I meet or have met outside of music, um, our first conversation wasn't about music. So they didn't even know that I was an artist. Mm. It was just simple conversation. Basic back and forth. Basic back and forth seeing how mm. they were doing, who they are as a person. Yeah. And then we got on to that. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much, I mean, like, that's that's the best way to do it at times because it's like, it's organic. Mm -hmm. You know, like when they see, because like I was telling you before we started recording, I was like, you got a personality outside of that. You know, like I can genuinely talk to you outside of music, you yeah. know, and um, just watching your videos and your, you know, on your reels and stuff on the gram, like you have that genuine like draw to you. And so like that makes sense that like that would be the last thing. Like, yeah, like let me get you comfortable and let me actually allow you to get to know me before mm -hmm. I just, hey, man, you want a CD? Or, hey, man, you want to right. listen to this? <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah, I mean, did yeah. that come with trial and error, though? Did that, did that come where it's like, you know, you went to the drawing boards and like, okay, how can I adapt? How can I? Because we, we talked about uh, briefly before the interview where it was like, you know, I was joking with you because it was like, um, yeah, yeah. Your real name I'm not gonna say it But yeah. I was like Every You know Cause you know People be tripping on that But <laughs> But um Every Every guy with that name I knew Either was And I didn't even tell you The second half of it Was either a Great athlete Or a great dope dealer And the dude They They, they talented On both ends The dudes that yeah. I knew And so On that scale I was like um You know It made me think about What you said You were like Yeah like I was big, but I was fast. You know, the, the, the athletics came natural. Mm -hmm. um, and then you talked with KB about, like, how some things where it's not natural, it kind of frustrates you. Yeah. And so was that the case with music? Was it was it something that came natural? Or is that something, you know, you had to go through the trial and error and how to really, dang, this ain't like, you know, this ain't like football. Like, let me really study this thing and, like, study marketing and study, mm -hmm. like, how I really get it going. Yeah. The, um, <clears throat> the music part, natural. Um, I mean... I came out the womb, pots and pans. Mm. Um, I've been a drummer professionally since the age of 10. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but 
I've always been a shy person. Mm, people okay. didn't know that about me um the reason i didn't put like my singing stuff out for a long time is because i was comfortable on the drums i was comfortable in the back because mm. i could smash but i'm not in the front yeah. so that's a whole different ball game when you're in the front and everybody's looking at you yeah um so i was kind of worried about that because i just i didn't <laughs> it didn't really like being like Oh shit, like that shit freaked me out to yeah. be like in front of people and like singing or any just the thought of so much judgment. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like, oh fuck, do I got it? You know what I'm saying? Can mm-hmm. I? So as far as the marketing, um, like you said, the trial and error came into where I just got out there and started doing it, um, mm-hmm. whether I messed up or not. Cause I just got to a point to where I was like, you know what? I don't wanna hit a cap. I don't wanna hit. I'm not where I want to be at. I, this is what I want to do for life. I want to make music. I want to create. I want to make people feel good for life. Like, it don't matter in what area. I want to be doing what I love to do. I want to be fortunate to do that. And in order to do that, you got to put yourself out there. Yeah. So I was like, in order for me to do that, I got to get over this hump, over this fear of being scared to be in front of people or really talk to people. So I just started doing it. Mm-hmm. And... To some, to my surprise, people liked me. People liked my personality, like my personality, not yeah. trying to be somebody else. Yeah, my it's, personality. It's very organic. Yeah, yeah and I was like, cool. I was like, shit. All right, mm-hmm. bet. And it just went from there, bro. Kept going. With I just kept going. I just keep keep doing it. And even even now, if I feel comfortable, I'll do something. Just because I'm like, okay, nah, this feels too mundane. This feels too day to day. This mm-hmm. feels too. Okay, this yeah. is this is mm, mm, now, now you have to scratch the itch to a degree now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Every time it's just like, okay, what can I do next? What mm-hmm. can what else can I do to push the brand? To push push what what I have going on. Yeah. That's it, man. That's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. You know, it kind of reminds me of um LeBron where he said something on um you know, he has that show The Shop where he was saying he had to get um to to able to achieve the success that he wanted to get. Um, you know, like, cause everybody's talented. And then like, as you get into the league, like as he's explaining, you know, like you start seeing the different levels of even that, of being a pro athlete, you know, you got your guys that's just going through the motions and then you got your guys like Kobe to where it's like, okay, like that's cut from a different cloth. Mm-hmm. And he was like, to get to that level, I had to realize that I had to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Like I had to continue to do that. It's going like, that's the trials and errors of life. But then like, your body and your mental gets to a level where it's just like, all right, let's just do it. It's an actual lifestyle, bro. Yeah. It's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's I I'm one of those people that think like if okay, let's say for instance, like we talking about getting out your comfort zone, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like that'll help you in overall life. So if you fix one thing, like let's say you're not let's say people have a hard time being consistent, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say if I have a hard time being consistent and I want to be consistent at one thing, right? I feel like if mentally I take myself and say, okay, I can do this consistently, right? That would boil over into business. That will boil over into friendships. That will boil over into, you know, everything as a collaborative because I'm finally mentally taking that note and saying, okay, I'm not consistent. Okay. I need to do this better. Or I need to do that better. When you do that once for me, when you do it once and you continually like you think about it and you do it. Right. 
and you're doing it every day, it becomes a lifestyle. And what happens is it just, it helps the rest of how you move mm-hmm. as a person. Yeah, you're right. That's, mm-hmm. I, I'm just a strong believer in that. Yeah. I, I mean, like I, I'll vouch for that as well. You know, just with my own, you know, I always say, I always say to people, a man or woman can only attest based off their own experiences. And I've had both of those levels. I've had the experiences of like consistency and discipline and seeing how it will like the aroma of it will work itself over into other avenues of my life, whether it be the gym, whether it be the podcast, whether it be my finances, you know, like it'll start on one of the three. Mm-hmm. And then like it got to a level where it was like, well, dang, like let's, let's pick this up and let's do that. Unintentionally, some of it like, like with the finances, like, you're not really even realizing it to a degree. You just, it blends in with the other disciplines that you're doing. Exactly. Then I've seen on the opposite end where it's like, it's failed course. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen where it's like, I lacked like in like discipline in the gym and then like it will rub off sooner or later. Unlike subconsciously, like I'll miss work. Yeah. Or like I'll, I'll miss a week of the podcast or it's just like, I won't, I'll do it next week. It's just like, it all like, it all like, like a yeah. house of cards, just like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> smack itself all the way to the ground yeah. with me. So it's like, it's yeah, you're, you're right. I'm vouching for that. Yeah. Definitely. Right. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's a cold, hard fact for some people because some people don't want to face that. You know, some people, I think for a lot of people, the Achilles heel. And again, I can only test for myself. Is is consistency, is discipline. And so sometimes when it's like when you're faced with your own stuff and you, you can't blame anybody else, you know, that's the hardest task in the world for a lot of people, man. So, mm-hmm. you know, I respect to you, more power to you for acknowledging that earlier on. Cause as you see, it helps with not just like your music, but like your life in mm-hmm. general. And so yeah, that's dope. That's dope to really like see that. Yeah. Um I want to get into just the basis of just like a lot of touch a different touch a different um touch a bunch of different subjects like mainly of like where you're from you know Mm -hmm. you said you um you started early when it came to the drums are you from charlotte like are you i'm from charlotte yeah i'm from charlotte um i was born in new york um but i'm from charlotte um what barrel or like okay yeah come on now (laughs) uh my family is from rochester um but charlotte um, you you heard of Union County? Mm-hmm. I went yeah. to school in Union County. Um, yeah. I went to school in Gastonia. Um, so I've been Union County. That's going towards Monroe, right? Yeah, Monroe, Marshville mm-hmm. area. Yeah. Where'd you go? Yeah. Like Sun Valley or something? No, I went to Forest Hills. Forest Hills. Yeah. Okay. And I went to Monroe Middle for a minute. My mother was a teacher at Monroe Middle. So okay. I went there for a minute. Um, and I just did a lot of moving, man. I had a, mm-hmm. you know, I, I was raising a single household and. Bunch of family, a bunch of moving, so it, yeah. it just ended up like that. But you know, I I learned a lot mm. going through all of that. So that's, that's that. That's that. I learned a whole lot in every single city or every single town I've been in. So mm. it, it helped me. Molded you, yeah. Molded yeah, it you molded to the person you yeah, are. Yeah, definitely. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. Same. I mean, I'm born and raised here, and you know, like especially when I got into like after high school, I moved around a bit. Um, you know, went through the ups and the downs, but like as you as you progress and you get older, like I have no regrets about the life that I've gone through or Facts. the stuff that I went through. Yeah, yeah. It, it molded me into the person that I am now, and um, you know, for that I am grateful because some people don't, you know, have those experiences to where like they better themselves. You know, some people fall under, yeah. and so you know, like salute to you for going through the stuff that you went through, um, the trials and the errors, and still continuing to progress and evolve as a man, um progressing and evolve as an artist as well like we'll get into let's get into that 
dealing with being a drummer, did you grow up in the church? Like, did you? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's that's what I was thinking. Oh, like yes. when you say you started that early, I was like, mm. yes, man. Um, grandfather's a preacher. Oh wow, grandma. Okay. I come from preachers. I come okay. from like I'm talking about like bishops. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy. So that that talk that talk game come naturally. I guess <laughs> so, man. I guess so, man. I I don't. It, it's not. I don't know. It's not really a game to me. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. I talk and. Sometimes I get kind of deep when I talk, yeah. but it's just me naturally. So I can't, I don't know. I done been through a lot. So when I get a chance to you know, talk to some people and share light on, um, just be a light in the world, period. Mm-hmm. I try to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like it comes, it comes natural to you. I mean, not just based off of, um, you know, I feel like it's the combination of like the perfect like type of like athlete. Uh, we go again to like I'm, I'm using a lot of sports references. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy, but like, <laughs> you know, you look at even like the Kobe's and stuff like that. Like he had a God given talent, but of course he worked at that. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, the work that you did unintentionally was your trials and tribulations, mm-hmm. like getting those experiences to be able to, you know, be a testimony for people that's going through certain things. But I do believe some people um, have that God-given talent of being able to speak, you know, being able to be in front of people, even even if you didn't see it in the earlier years. Never thought that, um, though. You know, it's like, crazy. It's, it's a lineage that apparently is in the bloodline. Yeah. You know? I feel like God does put that on certain people, certain households, you know. Just like, you know, like I tell people, you know, um, it's a history of, like, you'll see with actors, you know, like, people come from lineages of actors, you know, their grandfather was an actor, their daddy be an actor, they be an mm-hmm. actor, and then it carries on. You get the Olsen twins, and they they, they acting, and yeah. so it's like, sometimes that stuff is in the bloodline, and some people take heed to it, you know, it's probably like a Rodney Olsen out here, we, that don't even deal with that, <laughs> yeah. but, like, some people, like, you know, go into it, and yeah. so I think unintentionally throughout your journey, you have evolved to be you know what I feel God has intended you to be. Yeah, you know, and, and getting onto that point that you're saying, um, I feel like it takes a certain person to realize that, though. Yeah, like when you said <clears throat> your um, your trials and everything molded you. Um, until you get to a, a point to where you're looking in the mirror and you're trying to get better and you're trying to better yourself, mm-hmm. you won't really understand that even the stuff that happened, some stuff could be like real fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I done been through hella shit that you can't see on me. You can't mm-hmm. see that if you look at me. You Most people don't think I done been through shit, but <laughs> you have no clue. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But once you sit there and you realize what you've been through and you know the stuff you're going through ha- is, has helped you, prepare for the situations that you're going through that's when it really hits you like ah okay yeah oh that's why i went through that oh now i know how to handle this Mm because i already seen it you know what i'm saying you didn't know you should have seen it when you was going through it Mm -hmm. you know what you was gonna see yeah, and you're still like you're figuring this out as you're still moving along. Yeah, you're like, oh yeah, going- like, it's <laughs> almost like it's almost like changing clothes, like walking down the steps, oh, like oh, like yeah, that okay, that is that. Like, yeah. Okay, like it makes sense. And then finally, it's like you get to the door, you're like, all right, bet, like all right, this is it. Then like then yep. get out the house. And so yeah, I completely agree. Like you're not realizing that earlier on, but it's like I tell people, it's like that poster they used to have in school, like the evolution of man, where it's like those different poses, and it's just like. Sooner or later, like if if you go through it right, 
um, if you allow it to, like you said, look in the mirror. Because some people be like the children of Israel. They'll, they'll continue to look at that mountain. <laughs> you know, they'll be about the mountain countless times because they haven't phased that evolution yet. Yeah. You know, they haven't got through that yet. Yeah. And that, that was my problem a lot of the time where it's like, dang, like, why am I still looking at this mountain? It's just like because you need to conquer that mountain. Mm-hmm. You know? And so that's that's the that's case for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of people don't want to conquer that, you know? And so um, dealing with that, like, again, more power to you, man. Like, the energy, like I said, the energy I feel from you, even from your reels, like, it was it was like this guy gets it, man. He, he's combining all the things that from from listening to your music, you know, I could hear the soul. I already knew, like, you came up. Even before I asked you, I was like, this dude at the church, man. Yes, sir. Because, like, from that first, pro- <laughs> that first project, like, we're going to get into that. And we're going to get into, like, you know, we're going to get into everything, man, when it comes to music. We're going to get into that first project first. Um, and then the second one, and then you know, you gotta you just released like a project like last month, not a project, single, but a, yeah. a single last yeah, month yeah, yeah. that's dope that I was listening to. Thank you, bro. But when I listened to that first project, that's what really made me convince me, anyway, that this dude has some kind of soul background because it gives me a lot of a vibe of, and um, of course, I do not mean to be offensive at all, but mm-hmm. it, it gives me like a merger of like if. If D'Angelo came out now, mm-hmm. in a sense, mm-hmm. does that make sense? It does. Like it gives me the vibe of like voodoo, mm-hmm. but like you. Yeah, like, it's it's like it's like man on the moon meets voodoo. Like <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that because it's a vibe of like like your your like the the energy and the instrumentals that you're on. Like it has that soul, but then at the same time it has like that galactic type of feel. Like mm-hmm. it it's on your name, my in name, a sense. and so yeah. like. Um, how did that How did that Was that intentional Of like Combining those two Like cause like Maybe that's your That's your life I looked at it like that The life like The soul of how You put that in With the music Like the experimental Kind of like That's that's you yeah. You know that, that soul That that person And God that's rooted But then his going Through these road travels Road experiences Yeah you know? um, That first album Was very very special to me um, What a lot of people Don't know is I really just started Producing like Hand on hands on mm. three years ago um that first album you play the keys do you play the keys or i play did, enough to produce that. but okay. that all i'm everything you hear i'm i'm producing yeah i figure so I yeah figure so um the first album was really special you shout yourself out like yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, it was like, like it, it's, it's it's one beat you're like you like you, your tag your tag yeah. is like, Damn, like, you did this. i was like wait a minute i was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah man um Yes, that was, that was real special to me because um, I was coming out of a a, a time where uh, I was I was I was going through some rough shit, but I was also coming into some good shit. Mm. Um, and at at the same time, at that time, I was getting people from around me that was trying to hold me back. Mm. Um, and it wasn't so I didn't make it to where it was like. Man, fuck them. I could do this without them. It was just like, I made it because I was like, I've really been, I, I've been an artist for a long time, but I was scared to put stuff out because yeah. it was just like, I don't know. I, got, I know I'm good on drums. I know I can sing, but will people get my stuff? So I did the album. So you were doubting yourself a bit. Or, or were you a perfectionist in the yeah, sense of like. Same. It was, it was both. Both. Um. I'm, I am a perfectionist, uh, real big time. Mm. But um, the first album was really special. Um, a lot of those I started, I did with my mouth, and I just added Dang. instrumentals around it. So 
a lot of that stuff, the sounds that you're hearing is, is me. Um, mm-hmm. I just might have added some snares, some 808s or something like that. But the majority of the stuff is me. And that was the first album. That was the first time I was able to find my sound. Mm. Like, I was like, oh, I found my sound. And it was, I was happy because I was like, I've been trying to, I was working with other producers trying to explain what, what I heard. Trying. Yeah. But I, they couldn't, they didn't make what I heard. Not saying it wasn't dope. It mm. just wasn't what I heard. Yeah. And I was like, man, in order for me to do it, I'm going to have to sit down. So I had, you know, like people like my boy DK, the producer, mm-hmm. um, my boy Chris Gray. Um, these, shout out, shout out, shout out to, shout out to both of them. Um, I didn't have the patience to sit down at a computer and do that. Like, you give me eight beats, and I'll have eight songs done for you like that. Mm. But as far as sitting down and doing that, yeah, that was it's like... It's a process. It was like stressful. Just looking at them do that, I was like, oh, my God, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, what is that? Like, bro, that's What's a What's happening, lot. bro? That's yeah, a I still lot. be like that watching some of the homies. I be like, yeesh. What? Man, my homie um, gave me his computer. Uh, his MacBook, shout out to Chris. He gave me his MacBook for a weekend. Mm. He was like, here, logic on it. Learn F- it. Figure it out, bro. Mm, yeah. Call me if you need me, but you already got the ear. You're you're a musician. That's half of it. Right? Yeah. That's half the battle. Yeah, that's half the battle. You just got to know what you're doing. Mm. Man, I wish my wife was here, bro, because she'll tell you that whole weekend I barely ate wow. because I started learning and I was like, oh, my God, I'm in love. Like mm, It became an addiction. It was it was addictive. And I was like, mm. oh, my God. Like, yo, what have I been doing? I've been shortchanging myself this whole time. Mm. Like, what the hell? So once I finally got it and finally found my sound, I was like, it's finally time to, to drop some shit. Mm. And mm. I was like, I'm going to do it natural. I'm going to do it how I hear it. I don't want to really necessarily sound on no, nobody. So... It's funny because when you said D'Angelo, what I got from it was just a different sound. Because when D'Angelo came out, even when he came out, he was him. He oh, was yeah. nobody yeah. else. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? To the point like he helped like navigate Neo So That's when they I was, were like, We don't know what this is. Like we'll just, we'll just And I didn't know what else. to I don't even still I don't know what to my mu I just it's moon life. I'm I'm an artist. Yeah, I was thinking that. I don't know what to put it under a blanket because I'm a human. Like I might I might feel like this one day, but I might want to rap right here this mm-hmm. next day. Yeah. So I don't know. You know what I'm saying? You're just a recording artist. I'm just right? I'm, I'm an yeah. artist, so it's mm-hmm. I don't like putting myself in a box, but anyway, um yeah, the first album, bro, it was it was really special, man. It was it was I did that in my closet at my house. Mm. (laughs) I didn't have a good microphone, um, but I was able to still make it sound good enough to where people fuck with it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I was like, shit, okay. I bet. I was just putting it out to the world because I... I was hoping somebody would gravitate to the to the sound. Maybe it's some different, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I felt like at the time too, it was just so many people sounding alike. Everything was yeah. the same. Get flooded with that. And I was like, bro, this shit aggravating. Mm-hmm. And instead of me fucking complaining, I'm about to make some shit and put it out. Yeah. 
and be a part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So change the narrative. Change the narrative. Mm -hmm. Fuck that. You know what I'm saying? That all this shit sound alike, and that's what I did, bro. Yeah, and salute to you for doing that. Because a lot of people, I feel, want to do that. A lot of people want to do that, but like I, as we discussed, like again, it takes another man in the mirror moment. You know, a lot of people, you know, got the talent, got the ability. Um, they want to cross that. It's probably people that got plenty of like left field type of projects, but they're afraid of like, how's this going to look? How's this going to turn out? Yeah. Um, what is going to be the response? Am I going to lose a base? You know, I've heard that a lot of times. Sometimes with cats that have, they started in a base and then like, you know, they want to do something, but then they're like, man, like, I don't know. Like, it might lose my base because of the fear. Like, yeah. Or I'm not dealing with everything else is doing. Like, this is hot right now. So should I just do this? Should I just like be like the norm and try to get hot off what everybody else is doing? And it's like, you can, but like those people that really last, like, and that's what people are failing to realize. Like that, everybody's doing that same thing, and like you'll have those trends of people that get signed and all that. But that's that's very like far and in between, you know. Like, and that doesn't last long. The cast that really last long are people that have moments mm-hmm. and like change narratives and like that have like long careers to where it's like I don't need a label or anything. Like you get cult followings. Yeah, like it's people that change the narrative. Yeah. Those those are the people who have longevity. The the people who didn't aren't afraid to go out on a limb and yeah. be like, man, this is how I heard it. You don't hear D'Angelo like maybe like back in the day, like Brown Sugar yeah. and stuff like that. But you don't hear D'Angelo on the on the radio. Mm-mm. But he has a cult following. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You don't you don't hear Cuddy on the radio, <laughs> but he has like cult following. Big cult following. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? They changing. Yeah. These guys change the narrative. Know what I'm saying? Like I think they they made up in their mind a long time ago, like how you made up in your mind that moment at your crib. Like I gotta get this, bro. Like I feel it. I gotta get this out. Um, this 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 needs to come out. Mm-hmm. You know? And so like yeah, you know, salute to doing that because like a lot of people don't don't cross over that line, man. Yeah, <laughs> they stay there. They stay they stay complacent. And don't so. get and don't get it twisted. You know, as I know, it's scary. Oh yeah, to go, uh, jumping off that ledge. Jumping off that ledge is, is scary. Mm-hmm. It, it is, but I just I'm I'm just if you're fully committed, I feel like there's no way you can go wrong. Yeah, there's no there's like how can you fail if you're going all in? Yeah, and you don't want to live with a what if. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, like that. I feel like somebody like yourself, like that would eat you away. Hell like, yeah! Like if years went down, it was like, man, I, why didn't I ever do that? Like. Why didn't I ever like what if that was the what if that could have been it to like get me to the level like I was looking for is not being conformed to the norm. Facts. You know? Yeah. You're what right. If, what if like cause that's that's really what's the big thing right now, the elephant in the room. People are itching from what's outside the norm. You know, like mm-hmm. people are itching for that. That's why you got like this real that's why Griselda blew like how they blew. Like once once mainstream realized like, oh man, people still rapping like this? Like, oh, we need to like let's 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 get like let's get Benny to Def Jam and let's 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 it's push these let's, yeah. let's let's push these guys cause we ain't heard this in about 10, 15 years. Like let's 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 do oh people trying to do real R and B again? Like, oh okay, like let's push these people. Like cause like I thought R and B was gone. Yeah. Like and so like a lot of people did. Yeah. I, I kind of um I got scared of that a long a long time ago. Of R and B leaving? It it wasn't necessarily R&B leaving. It was just what I was hearing. And this, again, this is before I made my first album. Mm-hmm. The stuff I was hearing. Um, Do you think you're going to have to be a rapper trapper? 
No, I never. I was never gonna ever do that. Um, I I just I used to rap a lot in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, I can tell that was gonna. I was gonna. Yeah, you you have abilities to where like you get in pockets like a rapper. Yeah, yeah. I I I rap I rap a lot. I like to say sometimes um, I'll write it as a rapper, but I'll sing it. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes I'll just put it as a cadence as a rapper would, but I'll I'll sing it because. I, I'm I I find myself more so a singer, but mm. a lot of people that knew me from high school or something they'll be like, nah, that nigga can rap too. Don't don't yeah. get it fucked up. I he can, can rap. I can I can get that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't I don't call myself a rapper, but um, artist artist. That's why I keep saying artist, man. Mm. Moonlife. That's why I keep saying Moonlife because I just I just think I'm different. I just mm. I like everybody for being different, bro. I feel like everybody has a um, if they're really hearing. From the source, mm-hmm. like they supposed to, yeah. Then everybody has a different thing they can bring to the table, yeah. Not the same because we might sound similar, but our message ain't gonna be the same because we're going through two different lifestyles. You yeah. get what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, that's what was we. What was the question? Oh, we were we were just shooting. We were just shit. Yeah, we were just I was about to say, I think just conforming you, and like you know, you asked me something. <laughs> not not being of conform conformity, you know, not yeah, being of yeah, the yeah. norm. Yeah, we but, were just talking about that. In yeah, that's it. That's it, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so, like, how how important is because I did mention, I did hear you mention, I should say, you know, you got wifey, you got wifey. Like, how how important <coughs> is that being a songwriter? Like, because a, a lot of the time, you know. Some some of the best songs come from inspiration, you, mm-hmm. know, you know, from triumph and from downfall. You know how how important is it having a solid foundation of somebody that you know you can talk to about these things? And, it's amazing, man. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my wife has been married coming up in nine years, been together since college. Wow, congratulations! Yeah, so um, it was probably the best thing that ever ever happened. She was actually the reason I even started. My my artistry, like, really digging into it. Because when she met me in college, I was singing. Mm. Singing everywhere. I was singing, dancing. I'm one of those dudes that do dancing. pretty much everything, bro. I, I do. I dance. I, Chris Brown and I? Bro, I can, I can dance, bro. I can, <laughs> I can get down. I haven't danced in a minute, but I'm sure it's not it's not hard to pick back up. But um, she just... When we, when Hold we, on, let's see. I'll just. <laughs> Hold on, what's, what's up then? Chew. <laughs> let's see how good you really are. Go in and give me one of these. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> but uh, she was just like, um, I was gigging a lot. I was on the road. You know what I mean? I was touring and I was happy because I was like, oh, I'm on the drums. I'm making money. I take yeah. care of my, my, my wife, my daughter. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm like, I'm, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just a drummer. I started actually saying that. And one day she said, she stopped me dead middle of me saying that. I said, I'm just a drummer. She said, I wish you would stop saying that shit. Because yeah. when I met you, you were fucking singing. Yeah. <laughs> like, tell him, girl. Tell him, wifey. Like, tell him. She was Let like, you need know. to stop that shit. Like, stop telling people you just a Quit a downgrading yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. And when she said it, I kind of had to swallow that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, like... Mm. Right, and then a week later, I was in Charlotte at a at a gas station, and I don't even remember this dude's name. It was almost like an angel, bro. I was Probably on was. my way to a gig. I was on my way to a, a gig right downtown. Mm-hmm. Had my drums in the back seat. I was going in the store. Dude was like, "Yo, 
bro, what's good? I ain't seen you in a minute. Mind you, I do not. I'm, I don't know what the fuck this is. Like, mm. I'm like, yo, what's good, man? What's um, up, man? What up? <laughs> he said, man, I know you got some new music. Mm. I ain't got shit. And I'm looking at him, man, still trying to figure out how the fuck this nigga know I got or had music. Who is this nigga? I know you got some music. I said, nah, bro, I'm about to go play some drums, though. If you know, I'm about to go. He was like, nigga, fuck them drums. <laughs> Dead serious, bro. That was his exact word. Man, fuck them drums, bro. I know you got some new music, man. Let me hear the music. Mm. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh. I need to get in a dojo. I need to get my shit back together. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need to get back on my shit. Like, mm. I kind of forgot about that. And yeah. I was really pursuing. Like, I, like bro, I'm talking about somebody who, like, books and books and books of songs wow you know what i'm saying like mm. books like i do this writing shit so mm. it was just like for me to Pain be at that strong. point yeah to, mm. for me to be at that point i couldn't believe it even saying that now i couldn't believe that i was actually at that point but mm. yeah man she was the one that uh got me back on that shit and big inspiration because between her and uh, my daughter bro mm. um they keep me grounded yeah they keep me centered bro like yeah. It don't matter. Like, it's sometimes I don't post or I don't be on social media, but that's, I'm with my family. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, balance. Like, even even if I say I'm busy, like, people don't even understand. You say I'm busy. That's me being with my family. That's, I'm busy. Yeah, for sure. I'm busy. Yeah. Like. I don't care if we're at the crib. Like. I don't care if I'm at home. <laughs> yeah. I'm spending quality time with my family because they balance. That's what balances me. Even yeah. if I'm frustrated. I can't get nothing off my head. I can go in there and talk to her. She can talk to me. She might spark something. Mm-hmm. Iron sharpen iron, man. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing, bro. My daughter might say some shit and spark something. Yeah. He'd <laughs> be like, damn. <laughs> get that influence anyway. Wow. You know what I'm saying? If you if you're open to it. And I'm That's open. True. And I'm open to that. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. open to that. I can get inspiration from from damn near anything, bro. Yeah. And because I've been through a lot. And God has allowed me to be around shit that will sometimes remind me of where I came from mm. and be like, yeah, don't, I don't want to hear you complaining about shit. Cause remember this? Yeah. Real quick. Look here. what I brought you. Out yeah. Of. Real quick. here, flash it. And I'd be like, no. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're right, Jesus. For sure, bro. For sure. Yeah, man. So mm-hmm. that's that, bro. Yeah. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. You know, I ask that because, you know, what a lot of people dealing with this, this podcast is like I was telling you, uh, the majority of the people that I've interviewed is musicians because, you know, I'm really cool with musicians and I've been, I used to be still in that scene pretty much. I used to manage, I used to do a little bit of everything. And so with that, I know the life of an artist. Like I know, I know the struggles of like the ups and downs and like, you know, seeing seeing people go through stuff, having to have a show and like, you know, they sick because their wife just divorced them. Mm. You know, or like, you know, they pops just died two months ago. Mm-hmm. And like they doing a show on their birthday. You know, and so it's like I know the struggles, the ups and downs dealing with that. And, and it could be a lot, man. It could be a lot when you are a vessel, like you said, that is willing to be open to that. You know, that's a yielded servant. That's uh, a, and that's a ministry. You wow. know, music, music is one of the biggest ministries on this earth. And that's really the thing that will unite everyone in due time. I, I believe that's just mm-hmm. my personal thing. That'll be because it won't be money, it won't be language. I think that's the one thing 
Because everybody don't watch sports, but everybody dance. You know, like you'll get thousands of people, don't matter the country, they'll they'll listen to music. If mm-hmm. it's if it's if it's in love, you know, everybody know Bob Marley. You know, it don't matter if they Asian, don't matter if they in Africa. Cause that music has transcended. It's a ministry in that. Cause it's a spirit with that Damn. spirit being love. Facts. And so the fact that you allowed yourself to open to that, you know, it starts with the root of what you were saying, the foundation, mm-hmm. you know, the wife, you know, like it's a reason like, you know, like Eddie Murphy talks about it. They were like, man, you don't been through, you know, cause Eddie Murphy was considered like a, a phenomenon, you know, like, like he, he, he blew when he was like 19, like yeah. 20. And like, he was on SNL, like in his twenties, like probably, I, I think to this day to date up until maybe like Pete Davidson, the youngest SNL member. Like, so he was, but he was a brother. He was doing all this early. Yeah, yeah, and so different. like, they asked him, they were like, man, like, how you, how you doing all this, man? Like how, like what keeps you like solid, you know? Cause you know, Hollywood, like, you know, just like the music industry, like, It'll eat you alive if you allow it. It's, it's a fair. very, it's a very cutthroat business for somebody like yourself that has a good, genuine heart. It could eat you alive if you allow it to where it'll make you you'll conform to the norm like a song, and then you'll be like, Well, I'll be cutthroat too. Forget y'all niggas. Yeah. And so, like, dealing with that, they were like, How do you stay rooted? And he said, My foundation. My foundation was always God. My foundation was always my family. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever, whenever I need to realign, reset. You know, like you said, I'm busy. I'm with my family. That's why Eddie Murphy got about like eleven kids. You know, like because like he's he's family. Yeah. He's into family. He's in like to seeing his people grow and like he don't go nowhere like that. He stay, he does what he needs to do, but like he comes back home, he chills with his family. He yeah. built he built that big old land, that big old house on that land for his, for his family. family. Yeah. And so it's like when you're <laughs> like that, when your foundation is rooted in love in the right way, it carries on to like the craft that I believe that God intended you to produce. And so you see it with your music, man. You see it with the ideas that you come up with, the pen game. And so it's beautiful to see, man. You know, it's beautiful to have that, you know, get you guys a good foundation, whether it's a wife or, you know, some, you got to find that foundation in yourself first. You know, that is the key, you know, that I've, that I've realized. Cause like, you know, I don't have children. I don't have a wife. And, you know, I went through a stage where I was divorced and I had to re-fall back in love with myself ah. to really figure out, like, you know, where did I drop the ball in that? You know, why did it, like, you know, because you, you, the beginning stages, you're angry. You're like, man, like, forget her. Like, yeah. Like, but then, like, as I got older, I was like, well, why did she cheat? Like, why did she get to the, what, where did I get her to a point to where she was like, I'm out of here? Because mentally, they get out of here before physically. Facts. And so, as I studied that, you know, I learned how to heal. I learned how to adapt better. I learned how to listen better. Mm-hmm. And then you learn how to love better. And so in that, I feel like you got to learn how to look, again, coming back to the man in the mirror. It starts with you. Yep. And then when, once you learn, and like you said, if you allow yourself to be open to that healing, it'll spread. You know? it's, it's the grace to, it's the grace to um, change. Um, when you're looking in the mirror, um, it's giving yourself the grace to change. Um, because yeah. you naturally life want to pull you down. Yeah. Mm. People want to pull you down. They don't, a lot of people would rather see you fucked up when with them. Versus, yeah. It's a lot of negative energy. Out yeah. There. It's a lot of negative mm. energy. So you have to push through that some way. And I feel like that's the best way. Just seeking within yourself. What, what gives you joy? What makes you happy? What's, 
what is it about life that's keeping you going mm. versus yeah. even even having somebody? Because, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm married and with a child, but just like you said, the opposite end, you still have to be able to do that even without without having somebody. It's That's a really, really big thing. Yeah, because it's plenty of people like you. Married kids, horrible. Horrible, like, yeah. They Because they, they still got to work on themselves. Like, yeah. They just going through the motions, man. I had, I, 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 like I said again, I just, I, I give big shouts to my wife because she's a play a big role, man. Especially mm. when it comes down to this music, we know as if, if you know, you know that your female can hinder you. Uh, especially if when it comes down to the music, it's a lot of females, it's a lot of temptations, it's a lot of, it's oh, yeah. a lot of it, shit. It, it, you know what I'm saying? Not, that's working at Sam's. That's like, working that, at like, Sam's. You know what I'm saying? True. <laughs> you work at Texaco. It's 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 gonna true, be true, but it's more. Yeah. It's it's even more when you're when you're in an industry to magnify. It's magnified. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, when you have somebody that allows you to be who you are mm-hmm. and respects that and still um, trust that you'll make the right choices. Yeah, that's why I I appreciate her so much because. I don't be. I don't have a lot of problems that a lot of people have. I, yeah. We have problems, of course. We're of course. two people. Yeah. I ain't perfect, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying. As far as like those those extra stresses, she kind of take those off of me. So it's it it helps me a lot. Mm. Yeah, that's so key, man. That's so key to having the right the right person for you. That's really for you. Yes, and that's for really you. rooting for you. And for some people, you be in relationships with people, they ain't really for you. They ain't rooting for you, man. Mm-mm. They ain't really, they they either envious of you or they they in pain. They in so much pain, they don't know how to help somebody. You know, like they don't, they ain't healed themselves. And so like 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 how you were just saying that that situation with your wife, like when she like pretty much just like like did a wake up call was like, bruh, I met you singing. Yeah. Like, what's good? Like, you need somebody to have you like that Rafiki moment in the sense of like, like I told someone, I was talking to a, a partner of mine like a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about just like, I had to remind him who he was in a sense because I was like, bro, like I just went through that. I was like, you know, I went through a session like one of my favorite movies, even even watching to adult because it's so much similar. Symbolism is, is The Lion King. Yeah. And, you know, it went through a, a session where, you know, Simba after after his pops got killed. He bounced. He bounced, and you know he went. He went with a um, Tamun and Puma, Akuna Matata, and and all that. Me, no worries. Remember, he meets Rafiki, and like Rafiki's like, you know, he takes him to that lake, and he he makes him look at himself in the mirror. Facts. And he like, yo, that's you. That's like, who you are. What what you doing? You out you out here eating worms with these cats? Like you you are a king, and like there is someone that has invaded your home. Go get your kingdom. Yeah, back. yeah. And so, like, you need somebody that is going to tell you that. Yeah. Because a lot of people, they know. They know. Like, they feel your aura. They know, like, that's a lion right there. That's a lion. But he eating grass. Like, he don't, he, he ain't even with, he ain't even seeing these impalas over here. Mm-hmm. Like, let's get these impalas. Because he he over there, like, and keep that lion, that lion don't even there. realize he a lion. He yep. don't forgot. To where, like, your wife was like, hey, you a lion, dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, bro. He, like, he like, what? I was like, yeah. He's like, it's game time. I am a like, lion. Yeah, I am a lion. <laughs> so that's so key, bro. That's so key, man. Teamwork made the dream work. You need people like that because once you have that, like like my man said, like even, even, you know, like I believe like this woman said it, and it's a good saying. She was like, 
not even just like partners like intimately she was like she believes like it's 99 of the same use in this world like whether it's like like 99 meaning soulmates okay and that can mean in the sense of like your spouse or just like a best friend like like your partner like your your your, your homie that like you confide in your brother, you know, like, like it's 99 of the same use across this planet that has that same type of personality you have where it matches that can uplift you. Some people are fortunate in the, in the degree where they find it in a spouse. Mm-hmm. Some people find it in best friends. Yeah. Some people find it in family members. Not mm-hmm. all family members going to be like family. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And so some that. people family <laughs> is extended where it's not blood. Yeah. And so like in that situation, I get it now because I've had connections with people where it's like, They've uplifted me up more than blood. And so, like, in situations like that, where you have someone that's not your blood, but now y'all become one. And she's like, yo, get it together. Let's do that. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. You know, iron sharpening and iron, man. And mm-hmm. so, salute to the people that's really doing that. I remember a homie Thanks. was like, I may be the head of the household. He was like, um, but my wife is the neck. She- he was like, I can't, my, I can't look nowhere without my neck. He said that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has so perfect. That's mm-hmm. the perfect analogy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, for real. That's how that's how a spouse should be. That's man. a fact, bro. <laughs> that's a beautiful thing. Can't does lie. she do music herself? No, man. She mm-hmm. doesn't. She doesn't even really like to be in front of the camera, bro. Mm, okay. Um, <clears throat> she's very talented in her own way, um, but she doesn't. That's not her. Her thing, you know what I'm saying? Mm. It's not what she wants to see. She supports me. I support anything she wants to do, anything that she does, but nah. Word. Nah, she, but she's a, she has a great, she's one of those people that has a great ear for music. Mm. I'm talking about, she can, she could pull some shit up that I ain't heard. And I'm a, I'm the musician. I'd be like, what the fuck? Mm. How you know this song? <laughs> like, she's like, I'm an old soul. And you, if she be listening to some of the, I'm, yeah. And pull just pull some shit out out the crate and be like, what the fuck? Mm. You got vinyls back there? What you got going on? Like, I ain't heard yeah. of this shit. Mm. So she one of those, but she nah, not a musician. She's not a musician. But I'm when I say she know good music, she do. That's what's up. Yeah, she know. She she is she a and R on the low. On the low. You know, on the low. Because that's what an A R do. A and R got an ear. A and R know what goes, what not. A and R encourage you. You know, A and R come in the sessions and be like, you nah. got it. Get yeah. it together. Yeah. You no, know, you're lying. Remember that. Mm. So, you know, she she not even knowing she really A and R out here, yeah. like doing a thing. Like, she is so. the one I go, she she get all my she the one that get all my raw mixes. She get all the the first takes. That's she get up, all them. Man. Hey babe, how, what you think? Mm-hmm. Uh I like it, but you can give me some more feeling. Mm, yeah. I like it, but uh you can Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's nice. That's it right there. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So yeah, bro. She she does do that. And my daughter too. Right. My daughter. How's your daughter if you don't mind me asking? She's ten. And my okay. wife is pregnant right now. So I got a boy on the Oh, okay. Got both of them on there. Yeah, got yeah, a, yep. Yep. Got and the girl, not a boy. Yeah, Y'all gonna retire after that? First. Yeah, I'm done. You done? Right. <laughs> That's what everybody's like. Once I get the, the both of them, day, it's a wrap. <laughs> That's all I wanted, bro. Yeah. A girl and a boy. I wanted my girl first. Um and yeah. Got my girl first, and mm-hmm. I did boy. see that reveal. You you posted that on your yeah thing. yeah mm-hmm. yeah man yeah. that was dope. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm very mm-hmm. excited. It's a beautiful thing, man. It's yeah. a beautiful thing. Starting all the way over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a it's a beautiful start over though. It you is know? because like you look at the evolution of yourself. I, I know you can look back and be like, you know, I have so much as you know because you probably wanted to, and of course your daughter is a blessing, of course, but. Um, the father-son relationship 
you know, for me, as I got older with my pop, I realized how much of a mentor he can be just being a black man. It's a, it's a different degree of stuff. And, um, you went through those experiences for that son you know, as well. Like you went, I think that's, you know, you've evolved for the perfect time of being that teacher for that son, you know, having that man on man. And like, I think it's, it's a, it's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now that you're here, I didn't mm. even think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the timing is now. You timing know? is perfect. Yeah. In your life, you know, I feel like he, he brings in what you need at that right time. The girl, the daughter, the daughter is the heart. You know, the daughter rebuilds the love. You yeah. know, like, um, that son going to need instruction. Yeah. You know, that's, that son going to need guidance that you needed probably to grow in to get that son. So, it's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah, beautiful thing. You know, we hard-headed. Yeah. <laughs> ASAP. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I already know, man. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it all, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of hard-headed, you know, um, in a sense of mind, you know, minding mind. Minding mind, <laughs> yeah. Minding mind. The second project, yeah. man. Like, I noticed with that one you had, I want to get into that because I want to talk about a little bit of the the – the chemistry that you have with DK, because yeah. DK's fingerprints is all over that, mm-hmm. you know. And so, like, how did how did you gain trust with a producer like that to where it was like, bro, you can, I, you know, he's almost in that like 40, 40 with Drake, like like that combo, yeah, you know, like how do how do you build that? DK is um, he's one of those he's a drummer as well. Oh wow! Um, but he was one of those guys that when I met. He was already hands-on on the producing, and uh, he's real tech-savvy. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I got with him and I found out how good as a, of a producer he was when it came down to mixing the sounds, I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I can't, even if we're not doing a full project or we're not working all the time, I would still love to have your fingers in some shit when I can. Yeah. So uh, Mind and Mind was special because me and him both had a studio in the same building. <clears throat> and I was making some stuff, and um, I would send it over to him, or I'd go in the room, and he'd be like, bro, yeah, let me hop on that one right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, bro, that's perfect, because this is the one I wanted you to hop on, because yeah, I need yeah. some help with it. Because um, there's some, some stuff I wanted to have a different bounce. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard it. But I also know how he could elevate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was, I, yeah, bro, just here, let's elevate this. Yeah. And it, it always came out great. You know what I'm saying? Every time we come together and collaborate, <coughs> excuse me, we yeah. always make magic, man. So mm. that's, that's how I trust them. I, I trust when somebody is uh, taking it just as serious and they're as serious about their craft. Because I know when it comes to mine or when it comes down to the whole sound that you actually care. Mm, yeah. So when you when you show me that, I, I trust you. Mm-hmm. And in, in a sense, it's like it kind of reminds me of um, Lil Wayne when he was talking about like someone asked him in a recent interview, like earlier in the year, they were like, um, I think it was Wiz because it's, it's like an interview where it's like Wiz, Rick Ross, DJ Khaled. And Wayne, they're all interviewing each other. Okay. And um, Wiz is around my age, so he remembers, like, Wayne. Like, the bubbling of Wayne. Mm-hmm. Like, hot boy Wayne to mm-hmm. I'm going to put cash money on my back, Wayne, to, you know, the different evolutions of Wayne. And he was like, when did you decide? He was like, 
that you were just going to like take this thing over and just be the best in the run that you did. He was like, I had no choice because of the competitive nature of cash money. He was like, I was, I was in the studio with juvenile and BG (laughs) and Turk. Yeah. He was like, I I had to have the best verse or I wasn't going to be on the song. And he was like, it kind of, you know, you're, you're forced to have that competitive nature in the sense of like, it brings the best out of you. It's like playing ball like with Team USA, like you know, you everybody makes memes out of it now. But like the Dream Team, when like Magic and Jordan was facing each other, and mm-hmm. like that competitive nature made them even better in a sense, because Iron Sharp and Iron, because these are two people that are passionate about something um, that grows each other even more. And I would imagine it would be the same thing with like you and DK, where it's like you you throw the beats back and forth with him. It's like you know he's as serious about it as you are. Right. So you know what to expect mm-hmm. in that sense to where it's going to, it's gonna like you say, it's just going to elevate it. Exactly. And so it's, it's beautiful to have because, like, you, you look at yourself, how you've evolved. If you're scratching surface with other cats that are just as strong, you're going to be just as strong. Sky's you're gonna be, the limit. You're just going to be even stronger. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what it's about. Like, again, sh- iron sharpens iron. I really... I have a hard time uh, working with people who say they're serious but show different. Because you can you can say that all you can say all you want, but yeah. if I don't see work ethic, if I don't see you working, um, and that's not again not social media. I'm talking about as a person. If I can't work with you because I know how serious I take it, just like we saying, mm. I can't. I get aggravated with people who say they take. Some serious, and then as serious as I take it, <laughs> I, I work with you, and then I find out that you're not that serious. Mm. It's fucking annoying. Maybe what if, and I'm just playing advocate. It can definitely be annoying. What if you, <laughs> what if you just realize that you're just better in a sense? Like what, like like because like again, bringing up Kobe Bryant, you know he couldn't wait to get in the league and play for like different people, and um. You know, the game came naturally to him to where he started, like, moving quicker. And he was like, yo, man, like, why? Like, what's up with y'all, man? Like, you know, like, why y'all ain't going the same speed? And it was just like, it wasn't necessarily that they weren't. It's just he was just better. Because then when he faced, like, other people, when he faced T-Mac, when he faced Tracy McGrady, iron was sharper than iron there. Yeah. He was like, okay, like, he's there. Like, he's he's cut from that cloth. Sometimes, like, those people can be in that league. But, you know, you got you – got, all stars, and then you got NBA stars, yeah, like that transcend over daggone countries. You know what I'm saying? Like LeBron is an NBA superstar. Steph Curry is an NBA superstar. superstar yeah, you know, Lamelo Ball right now is a All Star. You know, like he's he's good for his team, mm-hmm. and he's still in the league. He's still putting up buckets, but like it's different. You know, I you you cutting different cross. So sometimes it may be that. You know, like yeah. Dr. Dre, like he, you know, you get to a point where it's like, dang, like. Why y'all ain't like me? Well, it's just like, bro, you Dr. Dre. Like sometimes, sometimes like, going back to the lion thing. Like not to say, and I feel you because sometimes cats just weak. Sometimes it be that be like y'all need to step y'all game up. But sometimes it's that where you be like, hmm, maybe I'm just my mind's just on another level, man. No, nah, that's true. I have uh, I have thought about that, but because me being so like not arrogant. And well, I'm here to say it for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm that's here the for the only that. way. Really, I'll be like, this is why I'm here. I, <laughs> I said, I'll be like, y'all step your game up. All right, that's exactly why I'm here. 
I'm here for the artists to tell y'all who's mid and who needs to step it up. Y'all need to step y'all game up. Y'all need to get it together, man. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Facts, though. You're right. You're right. You're right. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. For sure, man. Sometimes it just be that. Yeah. You know? Like, cats, like, and it's, it's the evolution of you as an artist. You know? yeah. You're seeing that now. You know, like, as you continue to evolve and, like, you never stop learning. You know, you never stop learning. You know, you're just going to keep getting sharper and sharper. We see that with Hove. Mm-hmm. Like, Hove, Hove a bit. He don't need to rap. He don't need to do no verses. Ever. He does it because he loves it. Yeah. And he's still, like, he's still giving people bars where it's like, this dude just rap for four minutes. Like, this on a this ain't even his song. And it's like, it got the world like, oh, my gosh. Because, yeah. like, they're expecting him to, like, fall. But it's like, bro, like, when you built like that, like, you always going to be is one in the chamber. Yeah. Always going to have I, one in the I, chamber. I, 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 yeah, you right. Nah, you are... Now that you say that, and I'm thinking about it, you are absolutely right. You mm-hmm. are. You yeah. are. Because I try to keep... Yeah. Yeah. You are, you are absolutely mm-hmm. right, bro. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Just cut different, bro. Yeah. Just cut. You know, ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I, I've had people look at some of the shit I be doing and be like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like... It's normal. I'm trying to get better, nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, how is this weird to try to get? Okay. Yeah. Mastering my craft. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's not weird that I don't want to do anything right now. Like, right. It's, it's not weird that I'm very, like, on point with how this should be, you know? Yeah. You know? Because yeah. I, I do that sometimes even with, like, stuff that, like, like editing and stuff like that. Like, I beat myself on that and just, like... It'll look like synced up and everything, but it'll just be that one thing. And I'll be like, I hate to do it, but I got to start over because it, it's not syncing as good as <laughs> like I wanted to be like just straight off of it, like synced. And so it's like, but everybody, that's that's a patient field where you really got to love that. Yeah. You know, and then like you start being in other like rooms with people that's doing similar, you'd be like, okay, what's well, levels to the love? Like people don't, you know. Maybe I'm just different in that sense. Yeah. And it's not an arrogance. It's just the love is different. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Maybe the love is just there more. You know, mm-hmm. you're more passionate about it. Yeah. Know? Yeah, that's true. Because I've also met. Nah. I've met. The scary thing is meeting people. Um, and, uh, again, it don't matter what you do. But since we're talking about music. Mm-hmm. Um, the scary thing for me is meeting people who uh, who, who is doing this to make money. Mm-hmm. Um. It's, it's scary because not saying nobody wants to make money, right? But when you're doing something that's supposed to be passion-driven off of money-driven, mm. it never works because that's not what you like. So it's not going to be longevity. You don't love it. You get what I'm saying? It's yeah. scary to be around people who say, man, I'm just trying to get to the bag real quick. And it'd be like, but bro, you talking to somebody who like love music. Like I love this. Like I I eat this every day. Mm. And it's like, bro, you only doing this to try to get a check. Mm. Not saying I ain't trying to get a check. Yeah. But it's it's different. You're doing this just simply for the check. I'm definitely doing this because I love it yeah. and I'm trying to make money from what I love to do. Yeah. So that's another thing that I'm I'm learning too, being around people who just simply don't See the they don't have the passion for it. It's just I, mm-hmm. uh, I seen the wave and I seen that you can make some quick money off it. So I just decided to rap, yeah. 
And it'd be like, but, yeah. but you can hear that in your music, bro. Mm-hmm. You can hear it. Yeah. So. Then they then they end up a lot of the times, um, you know, man, what's in darkness comes to light. You know, that that darkness, it'll 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 be there for a moment. When that light turns on, bro, like you'll see what the truth of the matter is in the living room. Be like, oh, there's roaches in here. Yeah. Like, I just seen that. You know what I'm saying? Like, they ain't really about that. They they scattering. Yeah. Because like they look at the end goal a lot of the time of like the futures and like the people that are like Pinnacled up and just like man like yeah we can do that Like they make it seem like I don't think People realize how hard it is In music and and finding Your voice and making a voice and then Building a bass and you Know being in the studio people look at Little baby and stuff like that like Bro like he was consistently In the studio he was consistently Putting stuff out like these guys Are in like some of these guys are in studios From like sun up to sundown yeah. And it's like you're looking at the end Goal of like a future Like that man like Dived into music Like first of all He came from a pedigree of music mm-hmm. Cause he was cool with Dungeon Family Like his, his I think his cousin's like One of the producers That was in Dungeon Family And then like So he's around that At a young age And then on top of that He took it seriously He was in and out of music Like I mean he wasn't In and out of music He was in and out of the studio yeah. That's the only That's the only thing he was doing Going in going out Checking on his kids in and out, checking those. That's all he was with studio and family, and like some of y'all are like, it's like a pastime for y'all. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's like a it's a if if it's a hobby, let it be a hobby, but don't get into the music business. Facts and expect results like your future if you're not doing future type of work. Facts and so like <laughs> I think I think you make a good point in saying that because I think a lot of people are trying to. And I and I I understand it because like people want to get bread. You know, people people want to be. You know, wealthy about stuff that they're passionate about. But you see how passionate you really are when you're in the studio for eight hours making a song and then going to perform and it's only three people there. It's it's three to five people in the building and they're they're artists. Yeah. (laughs) They're they're up next. They're up next. (laughs) I'm telling you, bro, people don't think about that. They don't don't think about that. They don't think. it's, It's been times where... I've been in the studio all day recording. Then I had to sit there and engineer. Mm. Then I had to produce while learning 60 songs for the weekend coming up because I'm going on tour. This is not including being a wife. I mean, being a husband and being a father. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So that's what I be talking about. It's it's the hard work. That's why I look at it totally different because it's like, bro. The hours, the work that you got to put in, it's not like, I'm not doing that shit and taking it for granted. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm not doing it and being like, ah, well, I'm okay with some mediocre shit. I'm not. That's not why I'm working hard. I'm yeah. not doing that shit for me. No, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And I'm a big documentary head. Like, I like watching interviews. I like watching documentaries. And, like, I, was, I remember met, messing with a guy, um, you know, like, in a sense of, like, musically. Like, we were, we were doing a lot of collabs at one time and he was just like I could tell he was like um half in on it you know half in on his commitment and he was like man it was just like excuse after excuse every time I seen him I ended up stopping messing with him because he was just like man I, I mean I'm really just wasting my time with this man like I got all this I got all that I got I got bills to pay I got kids man I got like I got like five kids man I can't do this I was like bro like we we listening to Young Thug right now I was like, Young Thug got six kids, <laughs> and and he blew with six. He didn't he didn't have the kids after he blew. 
that nigga got a deal with six with kids. kids. Young. Like, and he was in these streets. Yeah. And he was getting bread. And like, bro, like, he was in the studio 24-7. Like, I don't want to hear nothing. This man was like running from shootouts, going to the studio, checking on his kids with different baby mamas. You got one. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you just got to touch base with one. Yeah. Try doing it with three, four, five. five. Nick Cannon, ten. ten. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I say that to say, like, when I told him that, he got quiet because then I was like, you just don't got it, bro. Like, maybe you just, maybe you just don't got it. You know, sometimes, like, like I say, that industry, that'll break you. Yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll let you know the boys from the men. And how and how bad you really want it, and the people that like I say, these people are idolizing over. If if they were to sit in a room with these people, like you sit in the room with the futures, you sit in the room with the people, like even the baby Kurtz and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Them niggas work, working. Them niggas work, like they work to get to the point they are, and they continue to work, even though they're on. They're like they're working like they're still an artist, like a starving artist. Mm -hmm. So like. If you want to get to that level, man, you got to work and consistency. Consistency. When I start seeing that, I shut up because I was like, all right, if that guy's on, like, I just got to be consistent, man. That's My it. Achilles heel was consistency. Yeah. And so, it's it's a, what we talked about in the beginning. It is. It's it's a lot of, it's, it's I I can get it sometimes, but you the, again, that's why you got, it's stuff you got to get over. Um, mm -hmm. You have to just hold yourself accountable because it's easy to wake up and not, I don't know what to talk about. I don't know yeah. what content to put up. I mm -hmm. don't know what to say today. I don't know what to do today. But figure it out. Sit there. That's a part of the work. You sit there, map it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some people, you might work at 9 to 5. You might have a job. But it's it, you got to sit there and map out your week. That's a part of the work. It, like, everything is a part. You sitting there mapping out your week is a part of the work. You got to go to work. In the morning, okay, so the day before that or two days before that, you go ahead and have your, your content ready. You go mm -hmm. ahead and have your stuff in place so that when you get there, you can maximize every bit of your time. Yeah. That's where the work is. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Balancing. That's work. You get what I'm saying? Like, you got to balance it out. You got to balance it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, all of that stuff is work. That's why I don't. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I I don't like when people compare themselves to a to a person that they idolize because you don't know what kind of shit that they have to do yeah to maintain what they have yeah or what they had to battle or what they had to battle while you're complaining about what you're the little stuff you you're doing mm. they have to do that times a thousand because once you get on and once you get it. The work don't stop. It's like triple. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you can't do it now, bro, you're not going to be able to do it once you get that bag or you get that deal or yeah. whatever it is you want. Because What's going to change what? when you get that deal? What's going to change? <laughs> you got the money now. You think you're going to get up off your mm -hmm. ass? You not. Yeah. You got the money now. You're going to lose it. Grand opening, grand <laughs> closing. Bills are going to come. You're going to still be on your tail. You're going to be done in a month. Because yeah. that's all you really wanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Facts, bro. Preaching to the sit, man. To the choir, man. As they say, <laughs> brother. As they say, I wanna, I wanna dag on. This has been a great conversation. Yeah. I wanna uh, finish off with a couple of questions. Okay. Um, one of which, um, you know, 
I'm a, I, I want to start with this one first because I want to end off like your your mindset of like the, the single that you put out um, mm-hmm. last month mm-hmm. and what's what's the future for you because we're in the fourth quarter now and like how you want to close out this year. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about you know you being someone from here? I ask a lot of the artists here. What is your thoughts on the the chemistry, the relationships that you build, and the community of like the Charlotte community of music as a whole right now? How are you liking it? Like, what are some things that can be built upon, and what are some things that you you're liking that you're seeing? Um, one thing I I, I like is um seeing that it's a lot of real underground dope artists um, in Charlotte that are starting to branch out and um, people are starting to see who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's really dope because a lot of these people have been doing this for a long time. Um, a lot of these people are serious about their craft, like actually take the time to mold what they have going on. Yeah, for sure. Um uh, one thing I kind of don't like, uh, not even kind of, I don't like, is um, the egos, man. <laughs> it's like, bro, yeah, it's it, a it, lot of that. I mean, it's almost like, bro, you would think you talking to Jay Z, the, the way they be acting, bro, and it and it be like, dog, it mm-hmm. ain't. Cause when I when I come up to people, when I'm talking to people, and I'm just speak from personal, I don't, yeah. I don't, I'm not coming up to you to compare or I'm not already sizing you up when I walk like I'm already I'm better than this nigga but I'm yeah. asking him to do a song anyway because I'm gonna kill him on the track mm. but a lot of these niggas out here that's what they do yeah and it's weird because it's again I don't get how we're collabing if you just picking me or you're picking somebody because you're like I sound better than them it's like it's like you know when they say that uh, that the pretty girl always has that ugly ass girl in the group. Yeah. <laughs> to, to build her, build her self esteem. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So um, it's like that. Um, um, uh, another thing I don't like. Um, no, uh, let me. I'm sorry. I do like the um, a lot of the open mics, uh, the places that you can go and um, get your music out. Mm. I like a lot of the people that are doing it right. Because there are a lot of people that are doing it wrong. Um, <laughs> meaning, a lot of those shits be a, m- a money pit. Yeah. Um, it's not, they don't really care about you as an artist. They ain't never heard none of your shit ever. Yeah. But they know, hmm, I can probably get him to pay $50 to come over here. Yeah. They don't give a shit about you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they're not even, they're not even putting the shit out there. They're not even promoting it. They're doing nothing, but they want your dollars. Yeah. You better pay them or your ass ain't getting on the stage. Yeah. 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 And it's, (laughs) it's, it's fucked up for the people who are, who are trying to come in and it's making everybody suspicious Mm -hmm. because you can't be like, you think if somebody you feel like always is fucking you over you know what I'm saying? And especially when you just starting, it's going to kind of make you not want to go to these other places that's actually doing right mm-hmm. by you. Because you done met so many people that's trying to just take your pockets and take your money. Yeah. So, I mean, they get that under control. Everything will be good. The talent is here. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, course. the talent in Charlotte is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It yeah. is ridiculous. But I do feel like if we can all 
come together more and uh you know build unity more and i know it sounds good um and a lot a lot of people do it but i feel like if we do that and push each other more mm-hmm. we could we could be just as big as what atlanta doing because yeah. it's not like the talent is not here it's just the support for each other yeah it's not here. like i tell people it's stars here bro it's it, stars it that is, live here, here like yeah that stay here. I've played for a couple of stars. They stay in the South Side. Yeah. <laughs> they stay in Piper Glen. They stay <laughs> in Charlotte. Yeah. You will never like. You'll never think they stay here, but they do. Like they be here. You know oh, saying? I won't even talk. Yeah, that too. But I'm talking about the the scene. Like it artists. Oh, yeah, artists that's artists that's that now. Yeah, yeah, stars. that are stars. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's stars now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just need that build up. That's it. Mm-hmm. They just need that build up and and just to. You know, get around some of the right people. Yeah, get some around some of these the right venues, some of the right people that's mm-hmm. that's doing the these right, shows. As right. you said, stars, the right star, the yeah. pipe because the money is here. Yeah, it's I here. Tell, I was like, I tell people that all the time. It's here. If you ain't, if you ain't, if if a side, because sometimes that side stuff will still get on people. Sometimes like they don't want to be outside the comfort zone. I don't want to leave the east side. Everything here. Walmart right there, food line right there. I go to that venue, that's fine. Some people, you know, got to go to the west side sometimes. You got to go to the south side sometimes. Explore these different audiences. Mm-hmm. Go to Pineville. Go to Monroe. Go. go to the outskirts. Go to Concord. And and hear how they vibing with your music and stuff like that. Because that may be where you eat at. And then that may be where a bass comes. And then, then the city will catch up. Because then they'll start messing with you at them clubs downtown where these people <laughs> from these outskirts cities are coming to. That's typically how so. it goes. That's what a lot of these... A lot of the people in Charlotte, the artists, don't understand that. You have to go. It's, it's, it sounds fucked up mm. that you have to go outside of your city to try to find a base. Because how Charlotte works is what I noticed is they don't really fuck with you like that until everybody else is yeah. the honed in on you. And yeah, then they like, yeah. oh, that's a, that's a right lot of stuff. That's but that's where you when you it's from where like you from here, you yeah, get what yeah. I'm saying yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get mm-hmm. that from a lot of artists that that get that from where if they're still doing it where they're from yeah you right mm-hmm. it's gonna be like that because mm-hmm. people know oh I know him from when mm-hmm. you don't know me now nigga <laughs> you don't know me like you I didn't even know me then yeah yeah so. Yeah. yeah, but that's the old saying that you know it still stands the test of time. You know, a prophet don't get respect in his own city. Yeah, you know, like we see that day in day out. Yeah, sometimes people, some people don't catch in or catch up until it's, you know it's it's too late. Until it's too late. But prop, like I said, shout out to Charlotte. Shout out to all the artists. Man, some dope ass talent. Oh yeah, dope Great ass talent. Talent out here. My Great sister talent. just moved from Atlanta. She's out here. Her name is Miss Snap. That's what's she's, up. She's a beast out here. Oh man. Rapper, producer, she the one that she, man, she, yeah, she's like the engineer. She's, yeah. Word, that's what's she's up. I had to check her out. I had to put her on. Yeah, yeah man. She the one that got me into engineering for real. Word. My sister, that's bro. What's up. Yeah, she like that. <laughs> that's beautiful. Beautiful, dude. That's what's up. Let's end it with this uh, fourth quarter, bro. Like, you, you, dropped, you dropped slide last month. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely a vibe. Outside of that, I wanted to say one more thing about, um, um, uh, the DK mostly produced product, I think, it was my, mine and mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was de- on about three or four tracks. Yeah, it was definitely a vibe on that where, not intentionally, you maybe, you um, you showing these cats you could be on Insecure or something, man. Like you, you trying to show these people you can do that going on on, on these movies or something. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> you get you giving me like you giving me radio. You yeah. give me commercial. Yeah. Like I, I got more of that vibe compared to the first project. 
Uh, did you did you make that a, a point of like, uh, you know, like because it was so like, like I said, a soul a soulful voyage with the first one. Did you have you mentally like made some songs where it's like, let me show y'all I can do this if I really wanted to. Yeah, because you you giving me vibes with that with, with songs on that later project, the one that came out um, like twenty twenty one, and then with slide. I yeah. mean, you giving me that like I can do this if I really wanted to. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to introduce y'all to me first. Yeah, that's that's basically that's mm-hmm. basically what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, it. And slide, especially with slide. Mm-hmm. Um, slide was I don't I don't even usually typically use any auto tune or anything, right? Mm-hmm. But I just use some in there just to let y'all know if I wanted to, I can, and it'll still sound right because I can actually sing mm-hmm. without the shit. Um, but the writing part and the way it sounded, I uh, I actually made that beat slide. It's funny thing I made that beat. Um, before Drake came out with uh, uh you got a sticky it get you had a sticky mm-hmm. get right yeah, that dance project yes mm-hmm. I made that shit right mm-hmm. and when it when he dropped it I was like ain't that a bitch <laughs> 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 I was like bro that's yeah. where I was going you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying but I I was like let me see if I could still make it commercial but still get my point across to where you get it still meaningful you get what i'm saying because some stuff just because it's radio but that's all it is it's radio it don't really have no meaning behind it yeah i wanted to make something that still sounded like radio but was like listen to what i'm saying Mm -hmm. hear what i'm saying because there's a meaning behind this song so yeah yeah it was was like that bro Mm -hmm. i do that sometimes yeah as you should as you should as being the artist that you are it was it was refreshing because it, it showed me like okay if he wanted to that's what an artist can do yeah you know perfect example with Drake a lot of, a lot of people didn't like that I messed with that dance album because it I was something it. I think he was at that point where he needed to experiment like that anyway you know to show people like that's something that's been on his bucket list you know he comes if you look at it doesn't come far fetched for me because he's an international type of kid that comes from an international type city like Toronto mm-hmm. he's around that type of culture all the time. And so, like, for him to drop something like that, like, it, it wasn't far fetched for me. Yeah. And so, um, I think it came at a time, but I feel like, like what you just said, a lot of the homies, and then like a lot of other artists was like, man, I was about to do something like that. I felt that. So it makes me like think about the theory that I've always had to where it's like, you know, the ministry of music is so universal, universal, you know. It's frequencies out here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all based off frequencies. We all had that moment where, like, you'll hear a song in your mind and then it'll be on the radio. Because, like, we ain't nothing but human energy transmitters. We flow off of energy. And so I feel like real creatives in that time, in that zone, felt like the world needs something different. Yeah. And this might be it. This might be it. And that frequency got spread out. Yeah. That's that's my own theory on it. Nah, you right. then after that... You had you had Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> you had like you had It was like, back to back. He he was just the first to be like, I'ma do this first. Like, because it was needed. I, I felt the earth needed Boom. that. The earth needed that. Like, oh yeah, I forgot. Like, this is stuff that is here. I can move. Yeah. Oh, music's supposed mm-hmm. to make you move. Yeah, yeah. it does. <laughs> I think I think the world needed that too. Yeah. With the past, like before because this is like post pandemic. Mm-hmm. And so like it was, you know, frequencies, bro. I felt like you were on that wave. Like, you felt it. Yeah. Know, this could be something that can move. Have you considered one thing I want to ask, and then we'll close out. 
have you gotten to the avenue of like, you know, that's why I said insecure because I could hear it on like, you know, like HBO type stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like. Have you thought about getting into that lane where it's yeah, like yeah. making placements for the games and making placements? Because that's a whole nother bag. Absolutely. You know? That's actually something I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in the process of doing that now. Um, but I'm also doing, I'm studying it as well while I'm doing it so yeah. that I won't just throw a hook out there and not know exactly what's going on. Yeah, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I do like moving by faith, but I also know that you you do need to be diligent and looking at what's going on before yeah, you jump research. into something, do the research. Mm-hmm. So while I'm doing it, I am, I am, you know, and that's what I'm, I'm going towards. Um, mm-hmm. I'm still going to be making music, still going to be, but placements, um, a lot of, I want to do some ghost writing. Yeah. Um, that's a whole nother bag. Yeah, right? whole, just, no, just those two fields alone. Yeah, right? and yeah. I can I can see that for you as well. That's why I asked. Yeah, depends strong. Your music is universal. Where I can put it on like a like I say like a skit coming in like the girls going out yeah. insecure type <laughs> stuff like that type of vibe. Yeah, man. yeah. Get that bag wherever you see fit. Bro. Yeah, bro. Because that may open up to where they you get called back to be like, hey, like how you feel about being the musical director for this movie I'm about to do? Mm. It's just like mm. that's a whole nother bag, bro. And it's still stuff that, as you say, in the root of it is passion. Yeah, yeah. I like getting, that. You get in the bag the out. right way. Speak that, man. Yeah, man. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that is that is exactly that's that's what I'm I'm going towards, man. I'm wow. trying to I'm trying to get some of that some of that bag. Like you said, I ain't trying to miss nothing, man. It's a lot of ways you can make music, and it's uh, I meant make money in the music mm. game. But we all focus on being artists. Yeah. But there's so much money out there. There's somebody right now that's a millionaire sitting at home with their socks. <laughs> Kicked up, kicked up, and I mean, we don't know who they are, but the you industry. Just talking about your sister, I know some. <laughs> I know some well off engineers. Yeah, like that people like will never know like that, but they engineer like in Atlanta for like the thugs and the futures. Like mm-hmm. they are chilling, and like they engineers. Like they ain't in the scenes. You never know? know, but they you see them like who is that taking a picture with? Feet? Like who is this nigga? Like that's his engineer. That's his engineer, like, bro. You no. Know? Yeah, it's a, it's a bag everywhere, bro. Yeah. It's a bag everywhere. You just gotta find your lane, and and find your niche, you know. Mm-hmm. And if like somebody like yourself that is talented, that's why I was like, get it everywhere, cause everybody can't song write. Everybody can't do that, you know. That's 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 publishing. That's a whole nother different yeah. avenue. Yeah, you know. Yeah, facts. <laughs> that's a whole nother bag. That's a whole so, nother bag. Big mm-hmm. bag. So <laughs> get it where you can, bro. Get it where you can. I'm I'm excited for you, man. I'm I'm excited meeting you. And you know, I'm just I'm I'm enjoying just the vibe that I'm seeing, and like, you know, just keep doing what you're doing, bro, because you're on the right path, man. Yeah, thank you, know? you, man. Thank you for having me here. Mm-hmm. Again, I appreciate it, man. I I love what you do on this podcast. I appreciate it. I watch it, so um, that's the reason I, you know, I'm really happy that you you invited me on here, bro, for real, so I can let the people know, you know, what's going on, and you can help me kind of relate a message, man. Yeah, that's all I'm about, Moonlife. That's all I'm about. LYFE, learn you forever. And that's all we've been learning, talking about the whole time. Mm, I like that. Learn I like you, that. That's, that's what I'm about, man. Learn you forever. Facts, mm, man. Go ahead and um, give people like um, your socials and like ways to like get in contact with you. Um, on IG, it's Moonlife7. That's M-O-O-N-L-Y-F-E. Please don't put no I in my shit. <laughs> the number seven at the end. Um, YouTube is Moonlife as well. Um, LinkedIn. If I got, I, I mean, I got hella videos. I got, I got, I got stuff on Amazon. Go on Amazon. You can go on uh, Google me. I don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. Uh, just Moonlife. M O O N L Y F E. I got music for you. I got the vibes for you. And um, yeah, check me out. 
check me out. I promise it's something that you're going to like. Facts, facts. Brother, I appreciate you coming, man. No problem, man. Thank you. No doubt. This is As of Late. Thanks for listening to As of Late Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to As of Late Podcast on both of those. You can also listen to As of Late Podcast on Anchor.fm and Google Podcasts.